Hey ladies, welcome to Save the Girls Podcast. We're your hosts, Jocelyn Hass. And Michaela Johnson. And today's episode is about setting boundaries. So last week's episode was about toxic friendships and toxic people in general. And so I think it's really good to kind of talk about how to set those boundaries with those people and how to reestablish boundaries with people who are already in your life. And once you make a mental shift or once you kind of start to realize your self-esteem and stick up for yourself and then, yeah, reaffirming boundaries throughout friendships. When I think about setting boundaries, I think about setting boundaries in relationships and I know the type of boundaries I want to have in relationships Mm -hmm. but in friendships I'm trying to learn what boundaries I want to have and trying to learn what are good boundaries what are bad boundaries what are unhealthy ones Mm -hmm. so what are some of your experiences with setting boundaries in friendships rather than relationships I'm gonna give a very specific example because I had to deal with this not even a year ago with some of my friends and what my therapist's advice was to me was so I was having, I guess I'll give you a little bit backstory. I was having a really difficult time with one of my best friends at this time. And it was like, we just kept butting heads and they kept hurting my feelings. And I didn't know how to talk about it with them because I didn't want it to turn into an argument. But I knew that I had to figure it out because it was just starting to really hurt me. And they continue to say things behind my back or like not address things with me and they were addressing them with other people but it always got back to me because we're obviously in the same friend group right and it really started to bug me and so I talked to my therapist about it on how to deal with the situation and she basically said you need to take some time separate yourself from that person figure out first of all if you think it's a good idea for them to still be in your life or if you do still want them in your life but just need to re-establish boundaries with them and what that looked like for me in this particular friendship was we still are able to be friends but I needed to take a season of separation from them and time to just figure out my standards for that friendship and what I could and couldn't say to this person and what I felt like they were going to go and tell other people and what I didn't mind telling them if they were to tell other people. Does that make sense? Yeah. So what, when you say like you took a space with them, did you not talk to them at all during that space? Yeah, I didn't talk to them at all for a little bit. Or yeah, I didn't talk to them at all for a little bit, but then when there was friends like friend gatherings and whatnot for holidays or whatever else I still was civil with them it wasn't like I was being super weird with them I was just taking the time I needed and then I was able to have more of a level head when I went to be friends with them again okay and so it was really just figuring out how to balance that and now we have a great friendship again because I was able to reestablish what I was going to tell them and what my boundaries were for that friendship where if were to overstep it um then I would you know re reestablish if it really was a good friend for me or not okay okay so it's kind of when you set boundaries it's kind of like figuring out who's good to be in your life and who's not good yes okay mm-hmm. that makes sense okay I feel like that's the first step because if you're noticing that somebody's hurting you everybody's gonna hurt you at some point right. it's just to what degree is it um something that can be fixed or is it something that was too much and it's too often that it can't ever be redeemed 
Okay, okay, that makes sense. Because yeah. I guess when I think about setting boundaries, I think of it as more of a, like, relationship standpoint yeah. rather than, like, just a friendship standpoint, which those are completely, those are even more meaningful when you're not in a relationship. There's mm-hmm. so much, they kind of run your life almost. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense because it really makes you think about who, again, is bringing value to your life, who is going to make you step further in your life rather than keep holding you back. Yes, Yeah, like, in the last episode, too, when we talked about how a lot of times we think toxic relationships as in romantic relationships, but it also goes for friendships, and I think a lot of times we don't even understand that friendships can be toxic. Yeah. And that people in general can just be toxic. It could even be family. Mm -hmm. You know, there's just some people who are not healthy for us to keep around. Yeah. And that goes to say, like, that person might not be unhealthy for everybody. Like, certain people, they might be able to get along with great, but everybody's different and everybody needs different things from their relationships Mm -hmm. and from their friendships that sometimes it can feel like, well, why do they get along with them and not me? Yeah. And it can almost be discouraging. But we just have to realize that we're all different. And if that person's not good for you, that person's just not good for you. Okay. Yeah. My therapist was saying today too, she was like, you need to, you should read the book. It's, there's like whole series on boundaries, but she was like boundaries in relationships and it's more for relationship boundaries, but any relationship can pull into that. Mm -hmm. And so when she said that, I was like, wow, that's very interesting because again, I said this already, but, like, setting boundaries, you really think of just, like, a relationship standpoint, Mm -hmm. but that's not where they only come into play. Right. It comes into play with everything in your life. Yeah, even family, and that's probably, like, the hardest thing or the hardest people to set boundaries with because it's, like, well, in a random scenario, if it's your mom that you're having problems with, well, how do you establish boundaries with your mom? Right. It's, like, she raised you. Like, how do you... Honestly, I've kind of went through this before with my mom, and nothing bad happened, but she was just calling, when I lived in California, she was calling me every single day. Yeah. And, like, it would be the same conversation. She'd be like, so, what did you do today? And it was during quarantine, so I did literally the same exact thing every day. I woke up, worked out, and (laughs) read my Bible, and that was it. Maybe watched a sermon or two, and that was it. And I was like, mom, I'm sorry, I love you, but please don't call me every day. Like, it's not, like, and I didn't want to hurt her feelings, and I didn't mean it in any way, but I set, like, a boundary on, like, mom, if you push me to the limit of calling me every day and talking to me every day, there's going to be a point where I am going to be mad at you, and I don't want to get to that point. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like it was weirdly easy to set a boundary with my mom because I know as much as I don't want to hurt her feelings, like, I know she'll understand Mm -hmm. So that was... Well, and quarantine, everybody's emotions were high. Everything was just uncertain at that time. So that, yeah, knowing where your limits are is really important. Yeah, and I think you, like, learn that over time, too. It's not just something you figure out. It's, like, over having those bad friendships and bad relationships that you start realizing what you need. Exactly. And it's not always, like, oh... I need this because it's like a trial and error almost. Yeah, especially if you're not taught how to set boundaries growing up because I feel like some parents have those conversations with their kids, but majority parents don't. Yeah. And my family was definitely one that never had those conversations with, like, this is what a healthy friendship looks like or this is what a healthy romantic relationship looks like. So my experience and my 
whatever came from actually going through toxic friendships and toxic relationships and learning, yeah, what was acceptable for me and what I could deal with and what I couldn't. Okay. Or what I need from people. Because we all have different needs when it comes to relationships, too. And for me, like, I had a lot of abandonment abandonment issues growing up, so I need friends that are really reassuring. And I need a boyfriend that's really reassuring. And so learning that about myself and having that self-awareness to know what I need from the people in my life is really important and a good start too. Okay, this kind of makes sense to me and this kind of plays into role what kind of I struggle with is um, I'm always scared that eventually because what usually happens is people like not get sick of me but just like kind of move on and I always feel like I'm getting left behind and I'm never put first and I'm kind of setting boundaries for myself now with friendships to make sure like I'm getting the same out of what like I really try to analyze when I'm with people like you said is this benefiting me am I going to sit here and get something from this or am I just going to sit there and just let these people walk all over me right because you need to set boundaries for yourself because friendship is supposed to be healthy yes friendship is supposed to bring you joy yeah friendship is tearing you back then what's the point of being in it yeah Yeah, that's good. Um, I also think it's a good thing that you're self-aware enough to be like, okay, I know what kind of friendships hurt me and people who don't give me the same amount of effort Mm -hmm. hurts me. Like, I need somebody who's going to be equally involved in this friendship. Otherwise, it doesn't bring me joy. Exactly. And yeah, so it all boils down to self-awareness and knowing yourself, knowing what you need from the people around you. And that is really, like, the basis of healthy relationships. Because if you meet somebody and they want to be friends with you or they're really trying to get involved in your life, but you see that they're not going to be a healthy person for you, that's very important to notice, like, right away. Because sometimes we end up wrapped up in these friendships and these romantic relationships, and then later on we realize that they're not for us. When if we were self-aware enough, we could have realized way, way earlier that they weren't for us. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And And this point of view, I kind of think that's one of the reasons why I went to therapy or why I started so I could become more self-aware with things that are going on or if there are things going on that I'm not realizing that I'm doing. So with me with therapy, it's making me realize like if anything is happening or if people say stuff and it hurts my feelings, why it hurts my feelings and I dig down to the root of these things. Yes, exactly. So, um... What are some examples other than your mom in instances where you had to either cut a friend off because you realized it was unhealthy or set a boundary with a friend because you noticed it was hurting you? Um, I guess one of the um, examples is um, one of my good friends, like we would talk and stuff and then they'd stop talking to me when other people come back into their lives and I would kind of be like, okay, like I'm, I haven't done it completely yet, but if the person were to like message me again I wouldn't I'm not gonna reply because for me it really hurts and it really affects me when I keep letting these people back into my life and I'm starting to realize like once people leave I need to let them be gone because when I let them come in and hurt me again that brings me back yes and that's something I've done a lot too is like okay it's hard for me to completely cut people off and then when they try to come back I'm like a softie and let them just come back and then they know that I'm going to allow whatever behavior and still take them back later yeah. on. So they think that that's acceptable. Exactly. And that can go, we think, like you said, automatically to romantic. But this can happen in friendships, too. If people oh, yeah. know that you're going to, if that you have low self-esteem and that you're going to accept any type of behavior from them, they're going to walk all over you no matter what. Exactly. And that goes for a boss, too. Exactly. And you need to 
learn how, and I'm still learning this, it's not a thing that happens again overnight, none of this th stuff does, but you need to realize like, you are the person who can do good for you, mm -hmm. so you need to realize what can make you become better. Yeah, yeah, and also recognizing when you're a kind person and seeking out those people that are going to take advantage of you. Yeah, mm -hmm. and um, actually, I was talking to my therapist about, like, I was like, how do I adjust myself to making myself feel better when I tell people no or, like, when people say stuff to me that hurts my feelings, and she was like put statements into I statements like this made me feel I feel when you say this it hurts me and when you put it in the I statements there's no way that person unless there's it's true and they take it offensively they'll they'll be like oh usually they'll be like oh I'm sorry like I'm sorry I made you feel that way and they'll change it but if they recognize it sometimes it'll be like defensively yeah and that's when you start realizing like okay, is this really good for me or is this not good for me? Yeah, me and my therapist had that conversation too. It must be like in their curriculum. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, she gave me, she actually gave me a slip of how to say I statements and it's starting with I feel instead of like you're making me feel this yeah. way. Like make it, put it onto you. Like not constantly like saying you or blaming the other person for how they make you feel yeah. because essentially nobody makes you feel a certain type of way you feel that way because of something that's going on inside yeah and then if you still put it in like the perfect way and they're still taking it wrong they're still taking offense I feel like that's when you're like okay they must feel some kind of guilt yeah and the fact that they're still taking offense to whatever the situation is. Yeah, and we've had this conversation before where, like, I don't want to talk about certain things that have happened to me because um, I'm scared it's going to hurt the other person. Yeah. But everyone's feelings are completely different. So the way I feel is completely different than the next person. Yeah. So when I talk about myself and how I feel, I shouldn't feel bad about that. And I feel like a lot of women actually struggle with that specifically. Like, I know women in my family, my friends... Um, other women in my life, I see a pattern in that with them because I think as women, a lot of times we're taught to not express our emotion. And if we do, oh, you're so sensitive or yeah. oh, you shouldn't talk about that, especially with men, because a lot of them don't feel comfortable talking about emotion. And so it kind of shuts us down into not talking about it. So we almost feel like we can't. Right. And that's just not healthy. It's not exactly. healthy to not express how you feel to the people around you because, and we've talked about this before too, if you let too much slide with somebody you build up a resentment towards them and then it starts to come out in different ways like yep. it starts to come out in agitation even over something really small and then you'll end up blowing up at them one day but it's really like if you were to just acknowledge these little things as they came up it wouldn't build up like that and you wouldn't blow up at the end of the day right so it's really important to just normalize having conversations about how we feel about certain things yeah because I think like you just said like we really make things seem like people make us feel like they're not accurate but everyone's feelings are accurate because it's the way you feel like it's, exactly it's not how they feel because they don't feel the same as you and that really exactly. makes me upset because it's just like just because you don't think I should be upset about it doesn't mean I have 
no reason to be upset about it. Right. And everybody has different experiences in life and has had different trauma happen to them. So certain things might trigger somebody differently than it would the person who's saying it. Yeah. Because most likely the person who's saying it doesn't see it the same way as the person receiving it. Yeah. Because they don't have the same experiences as you. Exactly. And sometimes, like, the trauma you experience or even the things you go through could be so small. Mm -hmm. But it still could affect and impact your life so big that it's like, wow, that really hurt that Mm -hmm. person. And that's when I try to, and I thank God for this, try to have an open mind about it because just because that didn't affect me doesn't mean it doesn't affect you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. I know for me, like, I had really bad abandonment issues growing up, so it manifested in my romantic relationships and in my friendships. And that is something that a lot of people don't really understand because a lot of people grow up with their parents and they don't understand why I would lash out the way I would. I don't even think I understood why I was lashing out the way I would um, in high school and whatnot. And it's important to have people around you who are understanding of what you've been through. And I think that plays a big part of setting boundaries and the other person understanding the boundaries you're setting and respecting the boundaries you're setting. Because sometimes if somebody doesn't understand the boundaries you're setting, they're not going to follow it because they just don't, they don't respect it the same way that you see it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I know it's kind of all over the place, but it's very important to have understanding people of your situation in your life. Yeah, and that's where it comes in healthy relationships too because um, I know we haven't had an episode just about healthy relationships, but this all comes into play because when you have healthy people in your life and healthy relationships in your life, they'll support you and understand what you're going through. Even if they don't understand it, they'll try to understand Yeah, exactly. And, and they're willing to learn. They're yeah. not just going to shut you down for feeling the way you do. Like, those people are going to be willing to sit down, listen to you, like, be there for you if you're crying, upset, anything. And those are the type of people you should want in your life and that you almost need in your life mm-hmm. because people are what almost help you become successful. Yeah. You can do it on your own, but having people around you helps so much. Yeah. And in general. Yeah. I think a lot of people, well, nobody's really going to understand your ex- your unique situation, but having people, like you said, willing to be there for you, willing to support you, and willing to try to see how you're feeling, that's the important part. Because, oh, like, yeah. no no friendship, no relationship is going to be perfect, and everybody does have their own experiences. And right. now we feel like we're repeating ourselves. But. I know. It's okay. <laughs> but, so, okay, Reminders. so then, has there been any experiences where somebody really overstepped your boundaries and you were like, okay, this is, like, enough. Like, I can't deal with this. Um, I was friends with the, or I was friends with this person in college and they didn't like this other person that I started being friends with. And I didn't tell them at first because I knew they were going to end up reacting bad. And I was like, I'm just going to keep it myself. Like she didn't, they don't even know, need to know what I'm talking about or who I'm talking to. Like that's another business. This is my life. Like whatever. But this person really felt the need to know and she didn't think me being friends with them would be good. And so, um... She ended up finding out that I was friends with this other person, and she started flipping out on me and calling me mean names, and it was, it brought me down to a very low point, and she's said sorry, but that still doesn't help, and in that moment, whenever I do talk to her, I'm trying to get over the resentment, but it brings me back to some of the things, and I'm just like, that isn't right, and at that point, it really sent boundaries, because this is like third or fourth times with this person that we've like stopped being friends and being friends again and like people coming in and out of my life 
it's not benefiting me and it's not making me a better person. I need to have people that are willing to help me grow and want me to do better. And I don't know, like I could tell you no and you'd be like, oh, that's fine, Kayla. Like, have a good night. Like, it's not even a big deal. But usually when I would tell people no or even this person, they'd be like, why? Like, be upset about it. Mm -hmm. Or I was always, as much as I was, I thought I was going to be their first choice, I was always their second choice Mm -hmm. no matter what, no matter what it came to. And so I finally was like, I can't do this for myself anymore. And right then and there, I was like, I'm not going to deal with people that are going to put me second. And sometimes I do still deal with it, and that's fine. But more unhealthy ways where they're like, I'm still here for you, but I have other people in my life too. Mm -hmm. Not in just like, I'm going to make this person my priority, and I'll talk to you later. And it's going to be all about me. So I really... Well, also in the degrading way, I feel like name-calling is definitely something that you should have a a hard boundary with. Right. And... If your friends are going to sit there and I think a two, when I was thinking about that situation, when I was in that situation, I was like, there are people I'm not friends with anymore that I think about and they would never say these things about me, Mm -hmm. even to this day, even though I'm not friends with them, we didn't end on the best terms, they would still never say these things to me or about me behind my back. And this person was so quick to say all these things to me as soon as she was mad and upset. Mm. And I think that I'm forgiving her and I forgave her and I moved on, but it's still like why would you do that? Like, why are you okay with making someone feel that way? Right. And I mean, I'm just learning, like, I, I don't care about it anymore, but I think it brought me to a super low point in my life. So I'm like, I forgive you, but that still doesn't change the way you treated me and it's not okay. Yeah. So that's important to say too. There's flexible boundaries and there's strong boundaries. So there's some boundaries that you set where you're like, this is an ultimatum. Like if they do or say this, it's done. Mm-hmm. And then there's flexible boundaries where it's like, this can kind of change per situation or it kind of depends on the person or whatever. There's like certain boundaries that are more flexible. Um, and that would definitely be like a strong boundary. Like yeah. somebody like calling you a name or especially a friend. It's like yeah. you shouldn't, it shouldn't even ever get to that level. Right. So yeah, that's important too. There's different levels of boundaries. Exactly. What are some of your like levels of like boundaries you've set for yourself in friendships, not even relationships, but just friendships? Friendships. I've thought a lot about this because I've had to personally do it a lot and One of my very first boundaries is obviously if you're talking about things that we should be talking about, but to other people, like something either between our friendship or just simply about me, that's a strong boundary. Like, come to me with your problems. Don't go talking about me to other people behind my back when it always gets back to me. Right. You know, that's the thing. It always ends up getting back to you, usually. Mm -hmm. So that's a strong boundary for me. Also... I mean, yeah, like, name-calling, that's obviously a very strong boundary. But my flexible boundaries would be them not giving equal effort. Because I'm understanding that sometimes people have a lot going on and they don't have as much energy to give to your friendship at that specific time. Um, But on the other side of that, if it's, like, they're never talking to me or never, like, and I feel like I'm always the one exerting myself and making sure that they're okay and this and that and it doesn't even feel like a friendship at that point it feels very one-sided that's where I start to like I'm done you know we've talked about this before and um I'm gonna bring this back to God but a lot of Christians have this light to them so people will come 
and they're attracted to Christians and they just love being around people. So what I've learned is sometimes not without people even realizing people come to me for things and I'm sure you've realized this too and we're always here for them so they don't honestly know that they're doing it to us but they just love being around us because there's something with us in yeah so I've kind of not struggled with that but there's been times where I'm like physically drained and I'm like what's wrong Mm -hmm. and it's nobody else's fault but it's like me putting too much self stuff on myself but also me trying to realize like what what benefits me because when I hang out with you I'm get full of light and a lot of other people I can get full of light but some people just take it all out of me yeah 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 that's something I feel like is really important, too, to realize there are going to be times where people need you, and you're the one who needs to fill them up, but then it's like, are they your friends, or are they just people that you need to help? Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, setting that as a boundary for yourself, like, just because this person needs my help doesn't all of a sudden mean they're my best friend. Okay, Because yeah. I think that was something that was always hard for me, too. Like, how do you distinguish what people are meant to be friends, what people are meant to be acquaintances, and what people are just meant to come and go and like need your help for a season and then they go okay that makes sense and um some people like they said and we learned about in bible study some people are our assignments Mm -hmm. from god that god wants us to bring them to him and some people are actually meant to be in your life for a reason so that really makes sense because i think god puts your people in your life for certain things and sometimes he puts them in he puts them in for lessons or like friendship friendship Mm -hmm. there we go (laughs) And that also goes for relation, romantic relationships, too, because I think sometimes guys will come into our life and our, the purpose for that was really for us to just help them for a little bit, and we almost take it as, oh, we're meant to be. Like, mm-hmm. this is, it feels right. But it's really just somebody that we were supposed to help. Yeah, and sometimes God, too, will, like, show you through people what you need in people. So, for example, for me, I wasn't fully over stuff that happened in my past, so he almost, like, used this person for me to be like, yeah, sister, you're not ready for that relationship yeah. yet, which is fine. And I, like, realized that after, and, like, there's no bad blood between me and anyone of anyone in my, well, there is some, <laughs> I'm getting over it. But, honestly, God will, like, use people to, like, help you either learn about yourself, help you learn about them and help them through things, or bring them into your life for maybe romantic romantic stuff Mm -hmm. (laughs) or friendships or to learn how to build those boundaries and set those boundaries because sometimes we struggle a lot with that stuff especially if it's somebody who is already in our life and we didn't know how to set boundaries with them then and now that we're learning about it um how do we set boundaries with that person so sometimes he'll put people in place for you to actually become more assertive and outspoken and stick up for yourself yeah and I am starting to realize that too because You have to eventually learn how to stick up for yourself Mm -hmm. because you can't always just let all these people because eventually it's going to get to you. Yeah. And you're going to get physically and emotionally like, wow, like this sucks. Like, why am I getting treated like this Mm -hmm. all the time? But sometimes it's our own selves doing it to us, which is crazy. And that's when you have to learn, like, what you just said, like, boundaries are such a big thing you need to start learning how to set. Mm -hmm. I feel like boundaries were never something that was, like I said earlier, taught to me. And so I didn't even know that setting boundaries was, like, a thing. And I think that's why I ended up with so many toxic relationships and friendships. But sometimes we, like you said earlier, we need to go through these things to then learn what's best for us. Yeah. And 
that's like looking at your struggle or your bad relationships almost as blessings. Yeah. Because if we didn't have those, we would never know what's actually good for us or what we actually need in our life. Yeah. So it's super important. And God does that with other things too, not just people, but situations in general or hardships that we have to go through. He does that with intention of building you up as a person. Dude, you literally just took the words out of my mouth because I was literally just going to say that. That's crazy. Yeah, because I don't know. It's just insane how intentional. We don't realize how intentional God is with everything in our lives. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that he's really teaching me right now is that everything down to the littlest detail is so intentional. Yes. And he has done so many unique things to make us into who we are and given us such unique experiences and unique people in our lives to build us as such a unique person. Yes. And um that brings me back to when you were saying intentional. I was leaving California. This is a story, but I was when I was going to leave California, I was having like the hardest time because I knew I didn't really want to leave, but I was like, God, like I'm just going to put this in your hands and even without me doing that, I just was like this is something God wants me to do. If he wants me to leave, this is his plans. It all working. And, and I was praying about it earlier, like, weeks prior. I was like, if this is really what you want me to stay in, God, please, if you don't want me to stay here, you can take me away. Like, this is fine. And when I finally f- figured out I was leaving, I was, like, heartbroken. Like, more heartbroken than I've ever been before. And I was driving to the gym to work out. And the song, it's called Intentional, came on. And in the song, it says, like, he's intentional. All his works and everything is intentional. And that really stuck with me because everything God does in every single one of our lives is for intentions. It's not random. He made our life. And we were just watching a sermon today. I was just about to bring yes. this up. And he was watch- we were watching a sermon today how he was like, you are made, you are what was it? So he was basically telling the story from the Bible about how God knows us before we're even knit in the womb. Like he already knows us. He already picked us before we were born. He didn't have us. We weren't born before he picked us. Like he picked us before we were born. And he was saying like, it wasn't just random people. Like your parents weren't just random people who got together because they needed physical touch. It was God's divine timing that these specific people with these specific DNAs would create somebody as unique as you because he needed somebody with that exact DNA to fulfill what he has. That's so and crazy. It was too. so beautiful because if you think about it, like everybody's just so different and we hear it all the time, but I don't think we realize how precious that actually is. Like, yeah. We are all so different and we all have such different ways of thinking about things and different perspectives and different experiences. And a lot of us never end up opening up about it to share that and showcase how beautiful and uniquely made we all are. And not only that, but I think a lot of us don't even appreciate how unique and beautiful each individual one of us is. Yeah. And instead, we're sitting there judging ourselves, judging the people around us, not realizing that God chose us all. Mm-hmm. And we each have a very specific purpose here. Yeah. And that's why that all that all boils down to, too, like why jealousy is so pointless. Like everybody has this very specific mission in life. So to be jealous of your neighbor, or be jealous of your friend 
is so absolutely pointless mm-hmm. because they will never be you. You will never be them. Yeah. And both of you, if you would just stay in your lane, are going to do totally different things. Yep. And us bringing <clears throat> anger and bringing jealousy into our life is only going to bring us such negative things. So when we bring those things into our life, it's not going to benefit us. It's going to bring so much extra bad stuff mm-hmm. and evil things. It opens so many doorways to evil things coming into our lives and it essentially turns us away from God. Right. And that's the scary part is you, when you are finally following God, like you really have to, not have to because God will always guide you, but you have to realize like what things God wants me to do and what God wants in my life and some things he doesn't want in our life. He's going to show us and he's going to reveal it to us, but it's our choice if we're going to take it and do something about it rather than just let it be and let it sit there. Like God gives us free will for a reason Mm -hmm. so we can end up distinguishing what he wants. Yeah. With that being said, though, he knows, he already knows what decisions we're going to make and what mistakes we're going to make. And he already equated that into the plan. Right. And I think that gives me so much peace of heart because sometimes we get so caught up in, well, what if I make the wrong decision? Well, God already knows what decision you're going to make. So it really doesn't matter because it'll all end up working out. Yeah. And that's why I try not to worry either, because I know like God already knows what I'm going to do. He knows like from the beginning to the end, which I've said, I feel like a million times for but he literally already knows so if you have confidence that God already knows I mean granted you should try to make the right decision and try to figure out what God is calling you to do but he's already gonna he's gonna forgive you for anything you do he Mm -hmm. loves you and he wants to be in your life so if you let him in your life he's gonna guide you down all those right paths yeah and I've said this before too like he picked you already knowing all the bad things you're going to do in life. Like, he still picked you. Yeah. So it didn't even phase him because that's why he brought Jesus. Right. Because he knew that we were going to have these lives. He knew that we were going to sin. He knew all these bad things that we were going to do. But he still chose you and he still has a purpose for you. Right. And that made it very eye-opening to me because it's like we spend so much time thinking and dwelling on all the bad and living in the past when we will never be able to do anything about that. And Mm -hmm. God already knew our past he already knew those things so it's pointless for us to worry about mm-hmm. yeah i really like that and i don't again know how we always get back on the topic of god too. it's so funny because like we literally started this this episode with intentions of just talking about boundaries and then it's just like god literally leads it into what he wants it to be yeah so i know somebody needs to hear this that's listening so i just pray that it blesses you yes and that it helps you and this is another topic that we got from somebody on instagram so if you want to be a part of the next one follow us on instagram dm us and we're going to continue to make polls so that you guys can interact with us because i love hearing what you guys want to hear about yeah and i feel like then god has a way to just move through us to help the people who are asking yeah and we again are not doing this for us at all like we feel like this is what god is calling us to do and this is what he wants us to do because we're willing to share our testimonies and if you guys want us to share anything from you guys we would love to do it so we greatly appreciate if you guys could follow like and share we would love that and yeah we're super excited thank you guys so much for listening (laughs) because we want to save the girls